Welcome back to Basketball is Religion. I am your host, Big Matt, joined today by the Gons. Gons, how have you been? Good, man. Freaking good to come on today. Lakers are red hot. Freaking Clippers get tossed out of a game to come back from 15 against the Warriors. And Clay Thompson, Clay, no clutch Clay, fails again. Um, so much to talk about. Three-point contest, dunk contest. Excited to be here, man. What's going on with you? What's... The Kansas City Chiefs won their second straight Super Bowl, so really excited about that one. Potentially going for a three-peat, which we haven't seen since the Lakers back in the early twenty, early two thousands. So always good to have you know one of my fandoms. You know, um, prayers up to the to the victims of the shooting that happened during the Kansas City uh, parade. Um, thoughts are with you. Um, just this tragedy after such a such a joyous occasion just to be hampered by that it just it, it sucks but um again like like i said prayers out for all the people in kansas city affected by that tragedy um let's brighten the mood a little bit uh, the all-star game is, or all-star weekend is this weekend um today we have the celebrity game celebrity game and then saturday we have all of the different uh, three-point contests dunk contests all that stuff um, but before we get to all-star saturday night um, the All-Star Game is going to be Sunday. Um, this year, it's a return to the traditional East versus West format instead of the two captain two captains picking teams. Also, the game returns to a four 12-minute quarters format as opposed to the targeted score ending, the Elam format, which was fun for four years, but uh, Adam Silver wanted to return to the more traditional format. So the, for the East All-Stars, um, we have Giannis, uh, Embiid, who's injured, uh, Tyrese Halliburton, Dame Lillard, Jason Tatum are the starters. Um, I don't know who's going to be replacing Joel Embiid as a starter yet. Uh, they haven't announced that. Uh, on the bench, Bam Adebayo, Paulo Bancaro, Jalen Brown, Jalen Brunson, uh, Tyrese Maxey, Donovan Mitchell, and Julius Randle's also injured. Replacing uh, Embiid and Randle are Trey Young and Scotty Barnes from the Raptors. For the West, we have LeBron James, Luka Doncic, Kevin Durant, Shea Gildress Alexander, Nikola Jokic as starters. Off the bench is Devin Booker, Steph Curry, Anthony Davis, Anthony Edwards, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Carl Anthony Towns. Now, I'm not sure if Kawhi is going to be playing uh, because he has been injured the last few days. So as far as a replacement, nothing has been announced. But after Kawhi not playing the last couple days, I can imagine him not playing this All-Star game. And then... You might get, it should have been either Fox or Sabonis, but most likely they've already made plans. Most likely you're going to see like a Victor Wenbenyama since he's already there for the fresh, for the um, rookie sophomore game. Um, the spread for the All-Star game is the West is favored by three points. Uh, the money line is West minus 152. Uh, the, the coaches will be the Minnesota coaching staff led by Chris Finch and funnily enough still Doc Rivers. Milwaukee, even though they had lost three seven of the last 10 games, will be the All-Star coach of the East. Gons, uh, the spread is West minus three. Give us your analysis on the All-Star game and what side you're picking betting-wise. Traditionally, Matt, I think if we look at the past 10 years, I think the West has won the majority of the games. This is just this is a toss-up, man. It's an all-star game. So like Vegas really doesn't have the odds here. So this is really where you could win some money. I just based on history, I would go with the West. Um 
just because you know it matters to more people. This matters to to LeBron James. This matters to Steph Curry. This matters to some of those players with the East. I, I I can't say that it matters as much as it does to some of the players in the West. I mean, it's the All Star game, right? It's it's the last few years because they don't want to get injured. They don't want to because the season is so long. It just it just felt like they didn't want to put their complete effort into it because they have, especially with the Lakers like last season, trying to recover from the Russell Westbrook stuff. Um, they're not trying to expend any energy. But yeah, it's it's the All Star game. What what are your thoughts on returning to the? to the old format or the traditional format as opposed to targeted scoring Elam system that we had the past few um, all-star games. I like this original format better. Honestly, that format was confusing. It didn't do much for me. I still think they need to do what we discussed in the past is having a tournament with approximately four teams um, and make that into a weekend and maybe incentivize them with a higher cash prize, or I would really like to, you know, those guys would have a chip on their shoulder that got like third all-star team versus the second all-star team. And they would ball out and that would make it so much fun. Right. I'd like to see that, but we're going to see high scoring. Um, I'm, I'll I'll say LeBron's going to go for the, for the MVP here. Yeah. I think he's going for everything at this point in his career. Um, in, in regards to the, to the East, I think Dame's going to go for the MVP. He's gone for everything in his career. You know, even though there's a discrepancy in age, I feel like they both got about the same timeline left. So we'll see. And you got Tatum who could turn it on any time, but I'm not sure that he's going to go for it. It really takes a concerned effort to go for it, go for it, uh, to win this all-star MVP. So from uh, my two picks from the West would be LeBron and uh, would be Dame from the East. LeBron's going at plus 700 and Dame's going at a plus 1000 per DraftKings. Uh, those are pretty good bets, Gons. So Dame Lillard plus 1000, is that your bet for All-Star yeah, Game MVP? The, the danger with doing Dame is LeBron's going to, no, is Giannis is going to get all those little putbacks and dunks and his point total is going to rise very quickly. What's Giannis's plus minus for All-Star MVP? He is the favorite at plus 600. If I had to pick, I would I would throw money down on um it'd be those three. If I had to pick a fourth for the West, it'd be Luka. So let's say I did two and two. Luka, LeBron, Giannis, Dame. I think overall, if I put 100 on each player, I still end up winning, correct? If one of them wins? That's right. Hey, I guess we Luka have Luka is at plus 1,800 per DraftKings. Is he hurt? No, that's just the odds. <laughs> it's because it's so random sometimes, especially with these All Star games. It's well, yeah, hitting that day. I mean, you have Shea, Shea Gill, right? Yeah, that was a. Uh, actually, no, I have one more. But yeah, Shea Gilgeous Alexander is plus twelve hundred. Joker's not going to win this. 100%. Joker does not care. He does yeah. not care. That's why he. I think his his odds are pretty low. His you odds got, are plus five thousand. Devin Booker care. could get hot. Mm-hmm. And could be pissed because he wasn't voted in as an all star. Yeah, Steph Curry well, could get hot. Devin Booker is the thing. Like he was, he he's been a top level guard in this league for so many years, but he is a, he as far as voting wise, he was bottom ten in in voting. Like Austin Reeves was getting more votes than him, so like he, he has to rehabilitate his image, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so my pick for uh, for All-Star Game is the, the All-Star Game is being held in Indiana. So give me the hometown guy, Tyrese Halliburton, at plus 1,200. Um, it's the second All-Star Game, first time as a starter. So we'll see how Tyrese Halliburton responds to being at home. Maybe some hometown cooking. Um, but yeah, all, all of your choices were good guns. Um, Dame Lillard at plus 1,000 because he can light it up from three. It's a, it is the All-Star Game. He can do really well there. So, so you have the West minus three, and you have uh, and you're gonna do either LeBron, Giannis, and Lillard, right? Yeah, I feel like those are the obvious picks. But now I'm scared because I mean, you pointed at all these other people's. But yeah, off my gut, LeBron, Giannis, and Lillard would be my picks. Yeah, should be fun. Should be really fun. It's going back to East versus West. Um, as opposed to Team LeBron versus Team Durant or Giannis or whoever. So um, it'll, it'll, it'll be fun on Sunday. Uh, let's circle back to NBA All-Star Saturday. This is going to be the main event, even though we're going to talk about this first, even though it really shouldn't be the main event anymore uh, for All-Star Saturday night. Uh, the NBA Slam Dunk Contest. Uh, Mac McClung, um, who's still in the G, G League with the Magic. He's not even on an NBA team. He was last year's dunk contest winner. He's in... Uh, Jalen Brown from the Celtics, actually an all-star participating in this dunk contest. Crazy, right? Um, you have surprising rookie. I'm surprised that the Lakers didn't didn't draft him uh, since he was kind of in their backyard. Jaime Hawkins Jr. from the Miami Heat. And you have Jacob Toppin uh, with the Knicks and their G League affiliate, the Westchester Knicks. Not Obi Toppin. It's his brother, Jacob Toppin. It's like getting... Um, What's what's Blake Griffin's brother's name instead of Blake Griffin? Like Jordan well, o- Griffin, Obi Toppin would be awkward because he's just we've seen tall dunkers. It doesn't work out. Obi Toppin's too tall. Too tall. Um, I'm I'm curious to see how tall Jacob Toppin is. If he if he has the same hops and explosiveness, and he's like a six five, six six, six seven, that could be fun. Mac McClung's a minus two twenty favorite. Um, Jalen Brown's plus 420, Toppin's at a plus 600, and Jaime Hawkins is plus 650. Uh, we know what Ve- what Vegas favors guns. Do you get Mac hung back-to-back just like the Chiefs, or are going to pick somebody else? Honestly, like I, I'm all for letting him do it last year. He got his contract for a couple weeks. He wasn't good enough to play in the NBA. I don't think he should be allowed to come back. Come on, dude. It's is the NBA contest. Go in, doesn't the G League have their own dunk contest? They do, but like it's hard to find people now to participate in this dunk contest after. Well, you got three. Been... You got three, right? You got Top Toppin. Toppin, I I haven't seen. I, I don't know what Jacob Toppin looks. Like. I know Obi Toppin. I don't know his brother. <laughs> right again, like it's, like it's like getting Jordan Griffin as opposed to Blake Griffin. Like I don't know this guy. He's so it's also like you're getting a two G League guides he's, and yeah, two he's, legit he's a, guys. Yeah, he's a two. Honestly, as much as I freaking I, I okay, I don't want to go for the Celtics. I like Jalen Brown, but he's been disappointing. Um, so I'm not going for him on the Celtics. Jacob Toppin, I don't know who you are. I like your brother's explosiveness, but I mean, I would rather take Mac McClung over you. But at the end of the day, I'm taking my guy, Jaime Hawkins. Jaime Hawkins, yeah, let's go. UCLA guy. 
um, product of Southern California. So could have been yeah, on Jaime the Lakers. Could have been on the Lakers. Am I right? Did we yeah. have? A, no, uh, he chose Jalen Hutchfino over Timmy Hawkins. <laughs> why do? Why? why? Yeah, right. He's, uh, maybe it's more of Heat culture, but yeah, Jaime Hawkins is. Before he got injured, he was a top five rookie. Uh, coming back from injury, he's kind of working his way back there. I think he's like you know top ten at least rookie. He is a big though, right? What is he? No, like for 6'10"? sure. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So that's gonna three. be gonna be difficult for him to show off his agility so yeah. I, the odds are not in his favor yeah you're a big mac i was looking i was listening to last year's podcast you're a big on mac mcclung and you end up winning that fairly easily uh so just you're not going to support mcclung because he's not an nba player he's gonna win i think yeah. he's gonna win honestly i do but it's like i've seen the kid i don't know why he can't get an nba contract but so i'm relying on the coaches and, you know, I really would like to see him with an NBA team, but there's something that he's not doing. He had opportunity after the All-Star break last year, and he didn't land with a team. Is he just too short? There's plenty of guards we've seen in the NBA. What is Mack McClung, like six foot? Yeah, six one. Yeah, six what, foot, what, six one, yeah. Caruso's doing it, right? And he's more athletic than him, so I don't I know. I couldn't tell. Maybe it's his shot. Maybe it's his defense. Like, like I said, shorter, shorter players, unless they're scoring like Jalen Brunson, what, what what value can they bring to a team, especially defensively, people to shoot over them, right? Yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, I like him. I like his highlights. I think he's phenomenal. He's going to win this, probably. But I just feel like an NBA player should win this, not a G League player. No, for sure. I, I'm going for Jaime Hawkins. Like, I, I think I'm in the same boat with you. I think McClung's going to win, but we're kind of rooting for Jaime Hawkins here. Uh, let's move on to, I think, the re- actual main event. Um, the three-point contest. Uh, Damian Lillard, the, last year's defending champion. You picked him last year, Gon. So good for you for picking him last year. Um, Damian Lillard, his teammate Malik Beasley from the Milwaukee Bucks, Tyrese Halliburton, Jalen Brunson, Carl Anthony Towns. He won it two seasons ago. Uh, Trey Young, Donovan Mitchell, and Laurie Markinen. Uh, odds for this year's three-point contest. Damian Lillard's at a plus three seventy. Halliburton plus 440, Trey Young plus 550, Malik Beasley plus 650, Jalen Brunson at a plus 700, Carl Anthony Towns is plus 700, Lori Markinen is plus 800, and Donovan Mitchell is plus 950. Don's, who do you like winning the three-point contest? This well, season? I'm going to eliminate a few right off the top of my head. First of all, okay. Jalen Brunson is not going to win. The, the Not going to win. Um... Donovan Mitchell is not going to win. They're scoring shooters. They're they're not set three point shooters. Um, I don't think Malik Beasley is going to win. I know he has a good percentage, but I just don't think he'll win. Um, at that narrows it down to five between Markelin, Towns, Trey Young, Dame Lillard, Tyrese Halliburton. About to eliminate a couple more. Uh, I w- I would eliminate Cat. Uh, he he can he is a set shooter. He's gotten a lot better, but I mean I think the other guys would really have to have a bad night for him to win. Uh, that eliminates it down to four. I would next eliminate Markinen, and then I would narrow it down to as much as Trey Young has struggled, the guy can shoot. He's a shooter. Trey Young, Halliburton, and Dame Lillard. I think ultimately Halliburton, it's his, it's his home gym. He's going to make sure he gets them up. He's going to feel good, you know? I think Halliburton's, Halliburton and Lillard are my top two here. Um, and I, I, I'm going to give it to Halliburton. I think hometown kid wins a three-point contest. Yeah, Vegas agrees with you. Those are the top two. Halliburton at plus 440. 
Um, when I was doing a slightly bit of research on this, um, the the three point shot is not necessarily the same. Like you have your catch and shoot threes, right? Like we talked about this last week, where someone's coming off the screen or coming off, they hit you on the corner with your hands out. You get it right in your shooting pocket and you shoot it, right? Mm-hmm. As a different as opposed to dribbling it to your spot and then shooting the three-pointer as far as someone passing it to you. So you think there's there's a difference there, right, Gons? 100%. 100%. 100%. So, looking at, those are called pull-up three-pointers. So that's the, you can find the stat on nbastats.com per advanced stat. So pull-up pull three-point shooters. So I'm going to go with someone you eliminated early. The highest percentage of pull-up three-pointers is 38.3% from one Jalen Brunson from the New York Knicks at 38.8%. Um, Jalen Brunson growing at plus 700. I'm going to, I'll, I'll go there just based on the percentages, but you're right. Ty- Tyrese Halliburton's right behind him, 38.7%. So it's not like it's crazy different, but as per, you know, per pull up three wise, I'm still going to go with that and go, go with the, go with the math there. Yeah. I know we're rules and like that, um, with Jalen Brunson, over Tyrese Halliburton, Dame Lillard is only at 34.7%. I think it's because his, his shot difficulty is a little, little higher, which is weird because he's on a team with Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, he should be getting easier three-point shots, but he's getting, you know, making them only at a 35% clip. So yeah, I'm gonna go Jalen Hall. I'm gonna go Jalen Brunson. You can go Tyrese Halliburton. Um, mine's plus 700. Yours at plus 440. Um, anything else to add to the three-point contest before we move on? No, man, that's good. All right. Um, the I guess a semi main event is going to be right before the dunk contest. Like I said, that's the actual main event. Um, it's Steph Curry uh, of the Golden State Warriors versus um, New York Li- Liberty of the WNBA guard Sabrina Ionescu. Um, they'll compete head to head in the first NBA versus WNBA three point challenge. This event will take place after the traditional three point contest and before the NBA slam dunk contest. Curry will shoot from the NBA three-point line and use NBA basketballs, and Ionescu will shoot from the WNBA three-point line and use WNBA basketballs. Betting-wise, Curry is at a minus 265 favorite. Ionescu is going at plus 200. Gons, who do you have between Steph versus Sabrina? I, I think Steph's going to let her win. Let her win! Wow, I, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not a big fan of this. I am, um, I, <laughs> I mean, a lot of people are going for Sabrina. That's fine. Um, I think that women need this. Uh, you know, I, for women's sake, feminism. Uh, let I want Sabrina to win. Just let them have one. Um, enough to I, bet. Uh, enough to bet. Plus two hundred? No, because secretly I, I'm hoping Curry crushes her, but I just, <laughs> I just, I just don't think it's gonna happen. Uh, I, I think it'll be friendly. I think Curry will keep it close, and in keeping it close, he may lose. That's what I see happening. Didn't pull the old, the old Patrick Mahomes, keep it close to the end, huh? Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly, I, that's what I see happening because he's not gonna blow her up. He's not. It's a bad look. Aisha She's Curry's a really going... good shooter, though. Like, I think she shot like twenty-five straight or something like that in the last three-point contest, WNBA three-point contest. So yeah, don't sleep on Sabrina shooting. Um, plus two hundred. Uh, Steph Curry's just the like. 
he's just the goat though as far as shooters so it's, it's tough to say when you're going against the goat of shooting um yeah steph curry plus six plus 265 unfortunately i'll, I'll go there um all right anything else all-star weekend you want to hit up um to celebrity game maybe before we move on no man i'm good to move on oh well yeah let's talk about celebrity game who's playing hold on let me go to it right now i'm gonna have it up i didn't see anyone there i saw like who did I recognize from the celebrity? Okay, celebrity so it's Stephen A. versus Shannon Sharp. Um, man, this is this is what we've gone to with celebrities. I I don't think I'm gonna watch this. I don't I don't know any of these people. Uh, Micah Parsons, uh, football mm-hmm. player. Yep. Lily Singh, I think she's a singer or comedian. Yep. Sir, YouTube, I yeah. Don't even know their music. Dylan Wang, don't know you. Jewel Lloyd, don't know you. Quincy Isaiah, don't know you. Walker Hayes, Connor Daly, guys. Oh, not the other team. <laughs> Dude, the other team, Jennifer Hudson, okay. Meta World Peace. The coaches are exciting. You got 50 Cent and Shannon Sharp versus... Stephen A, Little Wayne, and uh, I don't know that they're, I, I'm not going to watch this. This yeah, is no. You said I mean from you used to have Justin Bieber, you used to have Chris Brown. You used to, I, am, am I are we just getting old, Matt? Like I think we're just getting old. I really what do. What's going I mean, on? Kai Sinat is, is pretty big in the streamer world. Um, but yeah, uh, we're, we're we're getting old. Let's. That's <laughs> why I don't want to talk about. Let's move on. Jack Ryan is that like the show Jack Ryan, or is there actually a guy named Jack Ryan? <laughs> Oh man, Jack Ryan! Isn't that the one? For, isn't that uh, Tom Cruise or is that Jack Reacher? No, there's That's... a show called Jack Ryan too. I think it's with the guy from The Office. It's a pretty good show. But oh I... yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, John Krasinski for sure. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, let's move on. Uh, the Los Angeles Lakers have won six to seven um, before the All Star break. It seems like everything's gelling. Uh, they signed Spencer Dinwiddie. If they had traded for Spencer Dinwiddie during the trade deadline, that would have been a, a thing. But they were able to sign him um, from the remaining $1.5 million that they didn't sign um, Gabe Vincent to, remaining a mid-level exception. So him coming in there, he's done pretty well the first two games that he's played. He's still getting used to the team, but they've shown flashes of the shooting, of the playmaking, of the subtle point-of-attack defense that he can provide. Uh, so the Lakers six to seven. Are they turning the corner? Do you view them as a championship contender, Gons? I know you're kind of like if they have they have a shot at winning, but do they have a better shot now that they have Spencer Dinwiddie and after kind of showing um, showing up these last six to seven uh, six seven games. He fits in well. He what he fits in very well. Delo's two months strong now. Kid's still balling. Um, they're playing well. I, I I'm gonna retract some of the stuff I said in the past. They have a better chance than a puncher's chance now that the way they've been playing lately. Now is this it's just is this what we should just expect, right? Like struggling the first half and then maybe like okay, we're we're older, we don't care about the first half, and we're gonna accelerate the second half because that seems to be what's happening. They're playing phenomenal. Uh so I <laughs> If that's the case and they keep playing how they're playing, they're gonna be they're gonna be in the playoff mix. And if they go hot into the playoffs, they could win again and go to the Western Conference Finals. So I'm don't almost... cut your, yeah, don't don't um sell yourself short guns. You're right as far as Darvin Ham's lineups were absolutely pretty bad. 
Um, t- playing Torian Prince all those minutes when you had Rui Hachimura who scored 36 points. I mean, haven't hasn't everyone in the world been saying play Rui, play Rui? He's talented. He's phenomenal. I know he was hurt for a little bit, but I, I, maybe something got into him and now he's playing. I hope Rui continues to get minutes because that guy I think is capable of being a potential All Star. Right. So he has the tutelage of LeBron. Only the only thing he kind of has to figure out is his passing. Um, you did have Austin Reeves kind of make fun of Rui for only having one assist, scoring thirty five points. But yeah, the Lakers, you know, they've been streaking. Like I said, three of the last six of the last seven. They went from uh, Denver, who who beat them earlier this week, but then had lost three straight after beating the Lakers. So they had put up their best effort and then lost three straight. Two to the Kings and one to the Bucks, I believe. Um, but with the Lakers surging, you also have the other Western Conference teams surging too. You have the the Golden State Warriors, who I've written off. I'm still written off. They've started to put it together. Um, you had the Kings starting to put it together. The Dallas Mavericks have won six straight. The Pelicans have won three straight. Um, the the Suns have won two straight. Um, and then the the teams sitting on top of the Western Conference, the Timberwolves, are sitting at have won four straight. So the top 10 is pretty much set um, with the Jazz and Rockets kind of kind of falling off there. They've lost the Jazz have lost four straight. So it doesn't look like those two teams are going to be getting into that top 10. But the Lakers are sitting at nine right now with the Kings. Like, like I said, the Kings, Mavericks, Pelicans, Suns, um, Nuggets, Clippers, Thunder and Wolves ahead of them. Who do you who do you see dropping off? Uh, for the Lakers to get into the need the seventh for the AC. Is, is it the Kings? Is it the Pelicans? Who do you see dropping off? I, I don't think it's the Kings. Mike Brown has those guys bought in. It could be the Pelicans. They're, they're, I mean, they're one of them. Who are my other choices? Yeah, so if you're looking at the Suns, the Pelicans, the Mavericks, yeah, the Mavericks or the Kings. If the Lakers are going to jump two of them to get into the sixth seed. I'm going to say the Pelicans, dude, because they've had the same roster now for a while. So, like, you could tell that they're going to get frustrated. They've had the same kind of squad. Things haven't been happening. They've been kind of stuck in this limbo where they're always at, you know, anywhere from the 6th to the 10th seed. I I don't know why Dallas is so low. I'm surprised. I think Sacramento's right where they should be. Yeah, the only team I could see dropping would be the Pelicans. I don't, I don't see the Mavericks dropping. So it would be the we I would see the Pelicans come into nine, Lakers maybe get into seven. I see Dallas moving to six. I see Sacramento staying at eight. I don't. It's going to be really hard for Golden State to get in, even though they're winning now. I I still think there's issues with their roster that's that's going to keep them from that's going to keep them at ten. You know they'll get no, in. They, the they had the Clippers like you said a couple nights ago. They had them, and then they couldn't defend the three point line, and Clay was was pouting. He so, fell. He dude. All you had to do was not foul. Yep. That's all you had to do. Mm-hmm. Last second, he fouled. Steve Kerr was beside himself. It was comedy to watch. Yeah, I saw that gift. That was pretty good. Um, the Pelicans, not the Pelicans. The the Timberwolves. They're number one, number one defensively in, in in the league right now. Do you think they surrender that number one seed? Now they're a game and a half above the Thunder and two games above the Clippers. No, it matters. Look, regular season matters to them more than the other two teams. I don't think Clippers mm-hmm. cares about getting home court, and I don't know that Oklahoma City cares as much as Minnesota. I, I still think they're one of those teams where, like, you looked at Denver a couple of years ago, and you're like, wow, they're going to be really good. 
that's what I see right now. Yeah. Um, but this is Anthony Edwards' chance. He is scary, scary good. So, it how far they go in the playoffs, it's all about Anthony Edwards. Like, does he show up and do what he's capable of, or does he, does he not? So they, they're not a team that I'm gonna eliminate right away. It just depends on how, how. Dude, Anthony Edwards is capable, Matt, of being a superstar. That's how good he is. So we will see. Sticking with the Timberwolves, you have, I was looking at Defensive Player of the Year odds because of how well Anthony Davis is playing on the defensive end of the season. It's absolutely insane. Uh, that three out of one break that he stifled by himself against the Pistons, that's the stuff of legend. And all the, those two blocks against the Knicks, uh, he, he's been playing amazing this season. However, he's only seventh in Defensive Player of the Year, sitting at perbetmgm.com. Plus 5,000 guns. Plus 5,000. Do you think you should put like a, maybe a, a quarter unit on that? Maybe a 10 bucks, 20 bucks on that one? Plus 5,000? Uh, unfortunate as it may seem, I don't. I just don't think he's going to win. I think, and I think that's why the odds are, are what they are. Yep. I mean, Rudy Gobert, is, he is minus 650 to win. And with, with the Timberwolves sitting at the number one and him being the anchor of that defense, it's tough to go, especially with the advanced stats also in Rudy Gobert's favor <clears throat> by a lot. So plus 650 guns. Is, do you think anyone? Do you think anyone takes over Rudy Gobert? Jared Allen's next at plus eleven hundred. Chet Holmgren, Bam Adebayo, Victor Wembanyama, Derek White, then Anthony Davis. Does anyone take no. Rudy Gobert's spot? No. It would be un. I mean, no. Rudy no. Gobert, who he, he can't play in the playoffs because he can't guard the, the perimeter. That Rudy Gobert. Yep. Uh, it is a regular season award though, so it, it's fine, I guess. Anthony Davis still no defensive player of the year awards. And that guy has been probably one of the best, if not the best defender in the league. So a little homerish, but yeah, that's how it is. Um, Gons, you know, anything else before we leave today? No, man. No exciting weekend. What else is going on tonight? Besides all-star there's the rising stars. That might be fun to watch. Yeah. Victor Wembanyama, all that stuff. That's why. Mm-hmm. There's four teams. So I guess it's a tournament. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so I'll be watching that. That sounds fun. Mac McClung's playing. Yeah, there you go. You can't just bring him there and only have him pl- do one event, maybe, I guess. Maybe Jacob Toppin's there, you know. Yeah. He's not, but yeah. <laughs> all right, man. That's all I got. All right. Talk to, you, talk to you next week. Yeah. And that'll be it for us today. Before we leave, let's take a look at the efficiency landscape by Kirk Goldsberry. Like I said during the episode, the Timberwolves are setting it up. The number one net over the past 10 games, um, number five in offense, number one in defense. Rudy Gobert, he's he's definitely done done, done this thing up there. Um, Next, you have the Cleveland Cavaliers who are still streaking or they're still doing really well. 18 of of the last 20 games won, number two net, number two offense, number two defense. So shout out to the Cavaliers for kind of keeping it up. these past 10 games. Next is the Boston Celtics, third net rating, third in offense, five in defense. The Golden State Warriors will have won eight of their last 10 games, number four net, uh, number four in offense, number six in defense. Uh, so once I write them off, of course, they kind of go on uh, on their run. Um, they found that, you know, if they if Clay Thompson is able to accept his bench role like he did last night 
against the Jazz. You have, you know, the Barley Killer, Brandon Pot, Brandon Pot, Potzemski. Um, Kaminga's playing amazing. Um, they might have something there. Um, they probably, probably won't win the championship, so I'm still going to, you know, write, write on that one. So they're they're playing well the last 10 games. Good for them. Um, they were, what, sitting at four, three, four games under 500. So, so to get to above 500 for them is, I think, a plus for them this season. And then rounding out the top five is the Phoenix Suns. Uh, number five net, number f- ten in offense, number four in defense. Just the the Western Conference has been nuts. As much as I want to, you know, praise the Lakers for doing so well the last six, seven games. Um, I, I, honestly, ever since that Boston Celtics game where he had AD and LeBron both sit out, they kind of hit a spark. That two game losing streak in Atlanta, um, and then I forgot, and then Houston. It kind of woke woke something up in them. Whereas like the the role players had to play better because they didn't have their top two and they could just kind of been riding that momentum the rest of the rest of the last seven games. So we'll see here down the stretch if they can keep it up. I, I, I hate it's just it, it's I hate that there's an all-star game or all-star break right now because everything's gelling so well. You know, quote unquote the vibes are immaculate, you know, for the Gen Zers out there. Um yeah, I'm, it, it just sucks that we have to have a break right now. But you know, the Lakers are playing well. But also, like I said during the episode, the Western Conference is just is playing well just in general. Like you have the East, you have the Bucks faltering, uh, three lost uh, seven of the last ten with uh, Doc Rivers as coach, and then you have the Sixers just free falling with with Embiid out. They're sitting at twenty eight net over the past ten games, eighteenth um, in offense, twenty ninth in defense. You know, for as much as I wanted to praise Tyrese Maxey this season, just without Embiid, he can't really be the leader of the team. He can't be the the driving force of that team. You know, they they, they traded Patrick Beverly to the to the Bucks. Uh, they traded for Buddy Hield, and that really hasn't really, you know, equated to any victories recently. So, uh, or sustained victories recently. Um, so yeah, the the East has really faltered here the last couple weeks or so, whereas the West, is, as, as much as I want the Lakers to propel themselves higher in the Western Conference, it's just everyone else was playing so well. Um, so yeah, it's a good little half, you know, midseason or just a little bit past midseason break. I believe there's 25, 26 games left in the regular season. We're gonna enjoy this one. I'm currently in, still enjoying that, you know, that that Kansas City Chiefs back to back victory. Still reveling in that, um, you know, with that tragedy I mentioned earlier. Um, again, like I said, prayers to the uh, people affected in Kansas City um, by the by, by the tragic shooting over there. Uh, but yeah, I'm just you know with the, with the Chiefs and now the Lakers playing so well. All star break. It's going to be a fun weekend. Thank you for the support. Thank you for listening. Have a great weekend.